The vast majority of presentations I've done on this channel, especially over the last 20 months, have relied on facts, data, and evidence. Evidence can mean different things. For instance, in the scientific realm, it might mean something a little bit different than it would mean in the legal realm. However, I think it's a generalized statement that most of us can agree with. In the complete absence of evidence, it is unethical, improper, to say that something is true. And of course, when we talk about evidence, it has to be credible evidence. And that's what we're going to look at today. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Early in 2021, Eric Coomer, a former employee of Dominion Voting Systems, filed a defamation suit against a number of people, including Rudy Giuliani. On August 14th, Giuliani sat for a deposition. He gave testimony under oath. So, what did he have to say? Before I share with you what Giuliani said back after the November 2020 election, and then what he said in the deposition, I want to make clear this is not the defamation suit by Dominion Voting Systems against Rudy Giuliani. This is brought privately by Eric Coomer. That said, I think this is going to be a weather vane of what you're going to see in the primary Dominion Voting Systems v. Giuliani suit that's going to be coming up here in a little while in terms of depositions taking place. But concerning Eric Coomer, Giuliani, at a press conference attended by the world's press, he said that Coomer had participated in an Antifa conference call, and that on that conference call, Coomer said that as a Dominion employee, he had rigged Dominion's voting machines to flip votes from Trump to Biden. Obviously, that's a pretty weighty accusation, right? For which you want to have a basket full of evidence to support it, unless one happens to like being sued for defamation. This was a completely fake story originated by podcaster Joseph Oldman. And once Oldman said it on his podcast, it exploded. And of course, the common man didn't bother any more than Giuliani did to ask Oldman where he got that information, it was enough that Oldman said this is the evidence that the election was rigged and Donald Trump was robbed and Biden is not a legitimate president. Just the fact that Oldman said it on the podcast, that was sufficient. And social media blew up with this story fabricated by Oldman. And that brings us to what Coomer's attorney asked Giuliani under oath during the deposition. When Coomer's attorney asked Giuliani from where he had gotten this narrative, this story, he said he thought it was Facebook. And we all know that stuff that people post on Facebook, the users, whatever they post is 100% credible, right? Giuliani went on to say that he wasn't really sure it was Facebook. It could have been Facebook. He thought it was Facebook. But to his mind, all those social media platforms sort of blend together. So to the best of his recollection, he picked that story up off of Facebook. Coomer's attorney then asked Giuliani what amount of research he had done to attempt to verify the story, to attempt to determine whether or not it was social media BS or whether it was factual. To which Giuliani responded, no, he hadn't done any of that. 
at the original press conference where Giuliani accused Coomer of these things, which gave rise to the defamation suit. Giuliani told the assembled media of the world that this was from credible sources. Mm -hmm. So during the deposition, Coomer's attorney asked Giuliani if there were any credible sources, if there was any other source than Giuliani seeing this, perhaps, to the best of his recollection, on Facebook. Giuliani said, no, there was no additional information. There was nothing credible. It was just some guy's post on Facebook. If you've been paying attention to the things that Giuliani has been saying for roughly the last two and a half to three years, you know that he says a lot of things that just you scratch your head and say, did he really say that out loud? Did, did that help his client? Well, what's going on? I mean, that, that's disadvantageous to his client to come out and say that. He said a lot of crazy things that you would think a highly trained and highly experienced attorney would not say. And yet Giuliani has said a lot of those kind of things. And he did that yet again at the deposition when he explained to Coomer's counsel that he didn't have time to verify whether or not it was true because you want the media to run these stories. And if you take the time to investigate whether or not some claim you see on Facebook is actually true, if you take that time, then you lose that opportunity and the media won't print a story. And so <laughs> that's one of the many, many things that Giuliani has said that makes no sense. Sitting giving testimony under oath at a deposition in a defamation case you would not want to tell the opposition that you didn't bother to find out if it was factual because you needed it, factual or not, to get out to the media right now. If there was something that you could say during the deposition of a defamation case to make sure that you get nailed to the wall for defamation and the judgment is significant, yeah, that's one of the things that you would say if that's the outcome you wanted. Coomer's also suing One American News Network, Newsmax, and other large media outlets who simply repeated as factual what Giuliani said. And which is, this is so amazing to me because we've all seen the following sentence in articles. Well, we'll use Newsmax as an example. I'm not picking on them. We'll just use them as an example. Well, they'll, they'll make, they'll quote somebody and then they'll say, Newsmax has been unable to independently verify this story, fact, what have you, right? We've all seen that in stories. Not one of these news outlets put that disclaimer when they said, Coomer did this. Coomer was on this call. Coomer <laughs> told people openly on a conference call that he was rigging the election. By the way, there's no evidence that <laughs> this alleged Antifa conference call ever happen. And there is zero evidence. If, if any call between maybe a couple handful of people who, I don't know, maybe they identify as Antifa, they say that out in public. Maybe if there was such a call, there's zero evidence that Coomer was on such a call. And that brings us around to my earlier comments. If you have no evidence, you simply do not come out and say, this is true. This happened, which is exactly what Giuliani did and exactly what he's getting sued now for defamation for. In the months after the election, as these widespread, coordinated election fraud stories took off in a certain segment of the population, uh, I repeated time and time again, I said, look, there's a difference between what somebody says when they're being interviewed, what they say in a press conference, what they'll say in a podcast, what they'll put up on YouTube, versus what they'll say when they get sworn in, in a courtroom, and if they lie there 
they're going to jail for perjury, which is a felony in virtually every single jurisdiction. I pointed out to people, because people say, look at this, what they supposed to put on YouTube, or you know, look at this on Twitter, or you know, look at this guy's website. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> because if these people had evidence, again, the theme of this presentation, if people had evidence, they'd be going, oh, me, 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 trying to get in line to give testimony under oath in court. And how many of them are? Zero. Why? Because they don't want to go to prison. They were lying in the first place. So in this deposition, Giuliani admitted he had no credible evidence concerning Eric Coomer and the claim that uh, Eric Coomer, working for Dominion, had altered the voting machines to flip votes from Donald Trump to Biden. He had absolutely no credible evidence. He admitted that in the August 14th deposition. Now, I, I hope people are learning something as they're, as they're hearing this reality. By the way, you can go out on the internet and find the deposition. It's out there, so you don't have to take my word for any of this. For those of you who do not want to give this up, you feel passionate, you have to cling to this narrative no matter how little evidence there is, hopefully you'll learn something in what's coming. And let me explain what I mean. Primary Dominion defamation suit involving Giuliani, involving Sidney Powell, involving Mike Lindell. These are all coming up to the deposition phase very soon. And you're going to see there the exact same thing you just saw in the testimony I'm sharing with you today. These defendants are going to sit down under oath with plaintiff's counsel, and they're going to say the same thing. They're going to say, I got some information off the internet, or somebody sent me an email, or blah, 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 wh whatever, right? And they're going to use the same dodge. Well, I didn't have the time or opportunity to verify. We, we were moving along at a, at a clip. There were things we needed to get done. So when somebody told us something, we didn't bother to verify it. We didn't care if it was credible. We just needed to move on with our agenda, even if it was 100% false, and even if we defamed a person or a business. That's what you're going to hear in their testimony. We, we already had a preview of this with Sidney Powell when, in one of the first motions to dismiss the defamation action against Powell, Powell's attorney said no rational person could have believed that she was presenting something as truthful, as factual. So they're already going down this road, and you're going to see every single one of these defendants sit down under oath, which is different than what you've heard from Sidney Powell so far. It's different from what you heard from Giuliani back then. It's different from what Mike Lindell is running around with all these ridiculous speeches he's giving. Sitting down with counsel under oath at a deposition, you're going to finally hear the truth from these people that they don't have anything credible. Now, I would like to think that when you take all of these people who are the main promoters of these falsehoods and you see their testimony under oath when they say, no, we didn't know it was credible, we didn't verify, we didn't reach out to the people who we were accusing publicly, we didn't do any of these things because we were just, we were in such a rush, we didn't care whether it was true or not, we just needed the headlines which is essentially what Giuliani said during his deposition. You're going to hear this time and again, and these defendants are going to get hammered in these cases, and the judgments are going to be huge. That said, as sure as I'm sitting here, there are going to be people who, no matter how many of these people who got up and said this, that, and the other about the whole widespread coordinated election fraud fake narrative— 
it doesn't matter how many of the people who are spreading that publicly on behalf of Donald Trump, how many of them get up and say, we didn't have any credible evidence. We just said shit because, well, we wanted headlines. No matter how many of these people get up and say this, I know there's going to be people who simply are emotionally unwilling to let it go, even though no evidence exists. I mean, Donald Trump and his surrogates, I think it was a total of like 63 or 64 cases, um, but the ones that, uh, that were primarily based on the claim of widespread coordinated election fraud, I think it was like 58 of those, um, by, brought by either Trump or surrogates, people representing Trump, like say a state Republican Party and so forth. Not one of those, not one of those, 58 cases, how many fleets of attorneys, not one of them presented any credible evidence to a court. Now you're going to see the same thing go down in the defamation suit. I'm hoping that people will let it go and return to a rational frame of mind. Not everything that's pitched by the media or the establishment or even society at large as some sort of conspiracy theory is actually wrong. An example of that would be the truth about the income tax, that the narrative that's promoted by the establishment, by the media, by expositor, just ordinary citizens in society, is that if you earn money in America, you owe the government some, which <laughs> is a complete and utter falsehood. Just, uh, it, it couldn't be more false. But when a lie has been circulating long enough, not only do people believe it, but they become emotionally invested in it. If you're an American citizen living in one of the 50 states, getting up in the morning, having a cup of coffee, go take the kids to school, going off to work, earning your own domestic source income, how many statutes or regulations, treasury orders, treasury decisions, or any documents promulgated by Congress, the IRS, the Treasury Department, uh, since 1913 when the income tax laws were passed and signed into law. So, how many of those authoritative government writings that I just spiel off, how many of them say an American citizen living or working in one of the 50 states earning his, own, his or her own domestic source income owes anything to the government? Yeah, that would be zero. So if you'd like to find out the facts, data, and evidence about that, which has blown people's mind for the last almost 12 years now, uh, since income tax shattering the myths came out, I'm going to encourage you to go to drreality.news, get yourself a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Myths. You have my word. When you close that final page, no matter what you choose to do with the information, when you close that final page, you'll say, holy crap, everyone in my entire life has told me, don't believe this stuff. The income tax applies to everybody. Don't believe it. You'll get when you close the final page of that book, you'll be like, wow. All that stuff that everybody I've known in my entire life has told me, don't believe it, it's not true. You'll be like, it is true. Because you'll see it with your own eyes. Uh, 1913 forward, all the documents are all consistent. They all say the same thing. So what's the difference between someone like me and the people who say, oh, don't believe that, that's false. Yeah, it's, in my case, you know, 27 years of research and 17 of those years of research took place before I wrote Income Tax Shattering Miss. So the difference is, yeah, you'll see it for yourself. When you read it, you'll, there'll be no question. Like I said, you'll close the final page. You're like, there is no doubt, zero doubt in my mind that you'll say to yourself that I owe income tax. And while you're there, 
at drreality.news. Grab a copy of Body Science. Same story. People have the same experience. They get through it and they find out that all of the crap they've been told by society and media and government for their whole lives, it's wrong. That's not how your body operates. Um, and again, I tell people, never believe me. Do not believe me. Right? Giuliani should have said that. But do not believe me. Facts, data, and evidence. And you'll find it there for body science as well. And by getting that fantastic information, which, if you let it, will change your life, it also helps me be here for you. Thank you. Thank you.